Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Iris. Hi. Welcome, everyone, to Girl, We Have to Talk podcast. Was that you who said hi, or was it just like a, what was that? it was me. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you were... Uh, the introduction. That's okay. Okay. Well, real life. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, uh, today is just a question episode, but I did want to start off and say that next week, Jamie is not going to be on the podcast. It'll be Laurel instead, and so it's a really fun episode. It's long. But it's not that long. It's not longer than anything we usually do. Um, and it's about. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's about friendship breakup. So we'll miss Jamie, but just look out for that episode next week. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And, I, I mean, you and Laurel, I can't imagine that it went long like you and I. I know. Like, we never one of us are talking talk about. No. <laughs> Nothing to say at all. Okay, do you yeah. want to do your question today? Yeah, I can do my question. Perfect. I am ready to give unsolicited, well, I mean, it's kind of solicited advice. Great. Me as well. And I think we talked about how this new forum on Reddit called Am I an Asshole? Am I the Asshole? I'm totally in love with. Well, I think the answer is always most of the time yes. But, like, I mean, sometimes it's no. But, like, most of the time it's yes. You know, in true Jamie form, I'm going to say we're all assholes some of the time. Oh, for sure. Sure, sure, sure. I had a phone interview, though. And this is, like, like a little side note. I don't want to get – I don't want to talk about it too long on here because it's not a conversation topic. But – on the phone interview, they said, tell me about something that um, you really pushed for and you had, like, really convinced people to do. And it turned out to be, like, a colossal mistake. And, like, how did you recover from that? Mm-hmm. I'm such a psychopath that I was like, I can't think of a single thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you – but now they were – I mean, this is preface with it feeling like it wasn't going well, right? Because yeah, they were yeah, being yeah, – yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was a really weird phone interview. Uh, And overall, I was like, wow, this is kind of a horrible experience. But then I think, yeah, you're right. At that point, I was kind of like, nope, can't think of a I know you just didn't want further barrage. So I know I was just Um, but okay, funny side note about mm -hmm. that whole situation. I I emailed them to be like, listen, I'm not interested in this job anymore. I was really nice, of course, like I would never be like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, But I was like, you know, from HR not to burn bridges. (laughs) Exactly. You never know. So I'm like, yeah, this is great. But I was like, I really don't think I'll be a good culture fit. Mm -hmm. The recruiter emailed me back and she was like, cool. Thank you so much for letting me know. I appreciate you like knowing yourself and what you like would be good at. And I was like, thank you. And then like Mm -hmm. the next day she literally called me and was like actually just kidding we want to offer you the job what yeah okay I'll tell you a little bit more about it or we can talk okay. a little bit more about it yes I like want to learn podcast. more because it's a funny yeah. fucking story or podcast like, okay yeah yeah either way offline wow. podcast, whatever yeah you should because I, I want to talk to you more about it before we record because yeah. I think this is such a good 
uh, position to be in to offer feedback. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's get into your yeah. story. Your, okay, your wait, question. now I have to do a little side note, though. So one of okay. my favorite comedians, Mitch Hedberg, he has this uh, really funny joke that's like, I was at an interview and they asked me where I was going to, where I saw myself in five years. And I said, celebrating the anniversary of you asking me this question. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> See, that's a really, you know what? I like that. And I would have hired I know. him. I would have been like, it's good so true. answer. Yeah, you're so funny. I want you around. I yes. totally agree. Um, okay, so here's the question. Am I the asshole for telling my husband that his culture is garbage and I won't compromise by incorporating it into, my, into our family life? I'm already thinking that this is not an asshole because, of course, Everybody, every husband's culture is garbage, right? Okay. I'm, anyway, okay, good. I hope you're being sarcastic because I was like automatically like, so yes, oh, you are an asshole. I mean, so. yes, mostly, yes, mostly I'm being sarcastic. But I think I read this, I think I read this question and then it changed my mind. So I think that's like an interesting yes, point. Exactly. Is that exactly. like, actually when I read, when you told me, when I saw the title, I was like, well, yes, you are the asshole. And then I read it and I was like, well, okay. Yeah. So okay. Sometimes garbage, I think might be an appropriate word. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So anyways. My husband and I live in the U.S. Northeast, so, oh, okay, U.S. Northeast, where I'm from. John, in quotation, moved here for work several years ago from the deep south of, of the U.S. where he grew up, raised with Christian holidays but never attending church. Coincidentally, shortly before everything hit, I'm assuming she means before the coronavirus hit, John's parents and his childhood best friend, Dan, in quotes, and his wife decided to move here as well. Ew. Yeah, that's a lot at one time. Um, This past weekend was the first that us three couples have gathered together since any of us moved here. We had a distance picnic at our house. John sat down two or three minutes after I did, and he was settling our kid into his pen in the yard with us. Dan and my father-in-law immediately started to jokingly rip on him for being whipped and doing my job of parenting our child while he was supposed to be allowed to just catch up with the other two men. I was trying to deflate politely deflect when it turned to how mean I was for not fixing him a plate Uh, she uses a lot of quotations I'm not uh, but it is kind of funny because it's their language and serving him before serving myself in parentheses if I thought a certain dish would run out before he got it or if he had asked me to I of course would have end quotation and parentheses Dan and father-in-law continue to brag about how their families do it right, where they handle the outside chores chores while their wives handle the inside chores, including the care of Dan and his wife's two children. I think it's important to note here that both currently live in rented condos that, by their nature, do not have any outdoor chores, and both their wives have always worked full-time, as I do. The whole day was kind of wrecked by that start. And I was frustrated when John left with Dan and father-in-law to go for a walk and left me to do all the cleanup alone while also looking after our child. I expected John to apologize when he turned, returned hours later, but instead he got at me for making him look bad in front of his friend and dad. He brought up how a traditional division of labor is a huge part of Southern culture and how I was being disrespectful to his background by forcing Northern culture onto him and his family. He said he's been building up a lot of resentment the past few months that I make him do half the chores and childcare since in his culture, women do the chores and hands-on childcare and men do the fun parenting, the discipline, mow the grass and bring in cars for oil changes when needed. I was stunned but honest and told him Southern culture is garbage. It's bigotry. I lived in John's home state for eight years and I saw how Southern hospitality is reserved only for those in your in-group deviate from the norm be queer non-question uh 
person of color, liberal, and non-traditional woman, and they turn on you viciously. Does every single person act like that always? No, but it's the culture. John is livid and said his culture is just as valid as that of other global regions, religions, and ethnic groups. So I am the bigot by not compromising with him here and incorporating aspects of his culture into our family life the way I would in his culture, the way if his culture was Islamic or Asian or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's, oh, okay. I'm not sure no, what else there she could is be. not the asshole. Yeah, I don't think she's the asshole either. Like, yes, okay, using the word garbage. Um, nope. Mm-mm. No, that's garbage. Well, uh, no, I'm not saying I disagree oh, with okay. that. I'm saying <laughs> using the word garbage with your husband is probably not going to have an open dialogue of conversation. I mean, but but I by the time he gets home, she's so pissed. I totally get it. Yeah, and honestly, I think sometimes like we need to have clear communication with our husbands and partners. Like, if it's garbage, it's fucking garbage. That's garbage. I don't care. Yeah. And if it does shut down the communication, cool. Like, I'm actually not a fan of this. Like, that's not kind of my hill to die on. I. The first thing I thought to her was like, so why are you together with him? I know. He actually sounds is, terrible. This is he concerning to me, too, because it's like, at this point, you have a child together. So I, it does make me wonder, and I don't want to judge, because I do think sometimes people, and this is the scary thing about being in any relationship, even mm-hmm. like a friendship or like family or whatever, is like you can be in relationship with someone and then you find out something totally new about them that you're oh, yeah. blown away by. And, and it's hard for are me to believe by those around them too. Right, right. And that's what I'm thinking is it's hard for mm-hmm. me to believe that maybe there weren't any signs. Although again, I feel like that's judgmental because I'm not in her situation. However, right, sure. you're absolutely right. Like it could have taken these people moving and it sucks that they're moving. It would be totally different if they were visiting, but the fact that they now all live there, um, like, yeah, it could take those people for him to feel empowered enough. Yep. Because it also seems like he feels empowered now to say something where he, I guess he was feeling this before. Um, right. He's building up his resentment. Don't forget. Yeah. This has been building. It's a build yeah. up. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's a difference between culture and there's a difference between garbage. Gar- I mean, I guess that is the right word. Like, yeah, no, this is garbage. Like, right. I, I personally think she was. I think you should be able to say this because like, honestly, like it's an emotional thing for me and you to say like, I think it's not easy. It's not easy, but I think it's easier for us to say like, okay, girlfriend, like I agree with you, but use your words. Like, of course, like uh, as an external person, I'm like, of course you could have said this differently, but as a person, like you've been in a relationship, a really long-term one, I've been married. Sometimes you're just like, this is like, I am so mad. And like, this is literally how I feel. And to be honest, I don't regret it. Like, I think there's therapy speak, which I think is very valid. And then there's just real. What he's saying to her is so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. It really is because it's denigrating her. It's denigrating women in general. And and, uh, And he's allowing people to do it in part. Like, not that it's ever okay to just like, and especially be like like that to your partner. It doesn't sound like she really knows them that well. So this is like their first uh, impression. Um, And like, culture to me is like, Ooh, this is the kind of food that they cook. Right. Like, Southern culture, I think of like jambalaya and I think of like fish. Well, and- maybe it's because like I actually totally 
I don't know. Like, I actually do think a little bit about racism, and I think about that. So, like, well, and, no, and I I'm can easily for Southern culture. I'm not so do, but I say well, I no, really that's true. Think. That's true. Yeah, but I guess what I'm and, saying like is a is an argument for culture, but saying yeah, that but what I'm yeah, like, but I think there's shitty parts. Just okay. So example, no, would I be, understand. Yes, I agree. With there's that. like this show, um, 90 Day Fiance, which you do not watch because you are a saint. But this show <laughs> is horrible. Um, and like in the show, there's this couple called Angela and Michael. So anyone who listens to this, a lot of people watch the show. So you might know exactly what I'm talking about. Recently, Angela and Michael got into a huge argument because Michael is Nigerian and mm-hmm. his culture is Nigerian and he's Muslim. So okay. the culture is for the woman to be submissive. Angela mm. is a white woman from Oklahoma. Oh. And I quote, <laughs> I never gonna be nobody's fucking submissive. That's literally what she said. She's so passionate. She's like, I'm American. That is not my culture. So like for them, like I, I do think a part of the sexism and racism, it could be a part of it could be a negative part of somebody's culture. And I, I do think it's like the ugly part of people's culture that we don't want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. But I get what she's saying is like, yeah, like if you want to say like cause he because he's claiming it as his culture too. It's not even like she's putting words in his mouth. He's saying, this is my culture. So she's saying, well, if this is your culture, it's trash. And I agree with her. That's like, true. Just because it's crazy. your culture. That's, that's a good point. You're right. I think I want to make culture seem like just a positive thing. And you're right. It's absolutely not. Um, and it really isn't about whether it's his culture or not. It's about whether it makes sense to continue it. Right. And you shouldn't want to. And it sounds like part of him knows that it's wrong. And so he's been kind of hiding it. That's yeah, what it sounds I'm like he's stuck between these two worlds. Yeah, and then when they came, I think that, like, how she felt embarrassed because he didn't stand up for her, I think he felt embarrassed because she didn't play the game. Now, the reason why I think this is because, again, Michael and Angela, a 90-day fiancé, he was upset with her because he's like, listen, I don't expect you to ever be submissive to mm-hmm. me, but this is my family, and this is their culture, and I would just love it if you could pretend like if you could just go along with, if you could just go along, I don't think I could do that. And that's Angela's problem, and yeah. I think that's her problem too. Is yeah. like I don't want you to treat me like shit, even for a moment. Because for me the to problem have to... with that is, is then you are you are reinforcing a message, right? And so I think that's her point. Is like I, I first of all, I do think he kind of is like on his haunches now, and like is is indignant like you have to think right that they went on this this walk and they talked shit about her they were like how can you let your wife do that like i i can only imagine what that conversation was it was like oh man like poor you bro like your wife's kind of out of control you really need to talk to her like i think they went on this like mansplainy walk and yeah then he came back and he was like it sounds like he came back hot like he was pissed so I, can, I, I have to think that they talked about this during that walk. And so now he's like, he feels, he feels right. It's like when you go talk to your friend about something, like in your relationship, and like, you're kind of like, let me tell you about what Donald did. Ooh, I'm sorry that I just made Donald somebody's partner. But yeah, let me go like, tell you what Donald did. Of course, I'm your girlfriend. I'm going to be like, oh my God, Jamie, you're absolutely right. Donald is a turd. Like, he should have never did that. And so then you come back and you're talking to Donald and you're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm right. You won't say like Iris told me I was right. But like you had someone validate you. And so I think mm-hmm. that's what happened. I think he had them validate his feelings. And so he came back and was upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. 
You're not the <laughs> asshole. No. You might want to go see a therapist. I, you know. I, that's what I was going to say is they need some couples work here. Yeah, hopefully you don't get a divorce, but, I mean, if he doesn't change, oh, I don't really know gosh. what else to say. Yeah. Because, like, that's not going to work, especially if they're there now, like, this horrible, horrible, horrible Yeah, and, and then also because they have a child, because yeah. it's like, do you really want your child to learn that, too? I hate, you know, not like, I mean, I feel like I'm sort of being like, you know, now, now she has to make this, cho- like, judgmental about choices, but... Um, <laughs> But I mean, do you want your child to see that? Like, right. And as also then, like she mentioned, she's like, you know, they're upset. They're rude to people of color, people with different beliefs, people from LGBTQ. It sounds like this is very opposed to what she thinks. So, and that can be really detrimental. Like we all see people who grew up in households that are intolerant. It's hard for them to overcome that. So if you grow up with a father who's really intolerant and vocal about it, which it sounds like if left to his own devices, he might be. Mm-hmm. I think that's scary for her kid. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. No, you're not the asshole, sister. But, like, I mean, at least in my opinion, there might be somebody from Yeah, trash, some people could disagree with that. Place. I didn't really look at the comments, but my guess is, is, yeah. I mean, it looks like they're pretty supportive. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. But, you know. Some people may agree with this. Like, I, you know, like up here, up here in the north, we both probably would be like, no, that's weird. Everything you said sounded normal. Of course, you want to share chores. Like, why should I have to do everything by myself? Especially we both work. So, yeah. And like, also, they talk about doing outdoor chores, but they're renting. (laughs) Right. Well, and I mean, honestly, what's to stop me from, like, taking out the trash or mowing the yard? Like, the grass. Like, I can do that. Maybe that's my preference. Right. Right. Yeah. And maybe you're better at doing laundry. Like, Mike is so much better at putting the laundry away than I am. Like, I'm better at washing it. Yeah, but he's better at putting it away because I would just shove it into a drawer. Like, I'm like, okay, it's clean. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know. No. No, Yep. See? I actually use the Marie Kondo method now. Yeah, of course you do. You know what, though? It's really awesome when you put your clothes like that, when you put them. um, So what she recommended to do, and I haven't actually read her book or like watched her show really, but I caught it somewhere. But you um, organize them uh, vertically instead of horizontally and you can see everything. It's amazing. Okay. That sounds really fun. Um, I'm really happy for you. Uh, okay. Apparently I need to talk to Mike about this and not you. He would love it. He'd be he like, oh my it. gosh, he... I know. I'm. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm always trying to figure out where my, you know, cause I've got four white socks t-shirts that look exactly the same, but there's like one different thing about oh them. So gosh. if I laid them out in the way that you said, then maybe I would be able to know like if it's a Lucas G. Leo day or an Abreu Abre- Abre- day. So like this is so helpful. I believe that that is actually true. <laughs> No, it's true. I'm not kidding. (laughs) This is not a joke. This is for real. So yeah, no, he would love it because he loves sports. Yeah, he would be. So many because they're all giveaways. But but, okay, they're giveaways. But also, one is winning, like you know, the Eastern Conference. The other one is winning the semifinals. Another one is you have to know these are different, and they're all very important. It's gonna get really crazy because right now there's we we only have one thing we only just have baseball but in a couple weeks it's going to be football season and baseball is still going to be happening so you really got to figure out how to separate those clothes because it's different days you know it's different sports and different days so it's very complicated uh, so 
Talk, yeah, speaking, I'll let you talk speaking of culture, sports culture, we're talking about now. Yeah, exactly. Oh it's my gosh, part of the culture. we could do a whole episode on the NBA, couldn't we, Iris? We could do multiple episodes. I mean, I don't know anything about basketball. I would be really bad at that. So, like, I, oh, I you don't know what's happening basketball. in the NBA, do you? I don't. I don't watch basketball okay. at all. Like, well, so you know, okay, it took me forever not, to watch I'm, even the last I'm song not or the last talking dance about sports. They actually stopped playing because of what was happening in Wisconsin. I did hear about that. Yeah. Like I did hear. So that's I what I was referencing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm not watching it. Like, I don't watch anything. It's like, honestly, it's so bad. Like everything is so toxic right now that I actually didn't even know what happened in, t- in Kenosha until that Kirk kid did what, like what he did. Yeah. I don't and then know I was like, wait, I what totally happened too? either? Honestly, it's, just, it's, it's very, and it's not like, I don't care. It's just so overwhelming that I've oh, really yeah. tried to, it's every day and it's just so upsetting. Yeah. Um, so I'm just always like, okay, okay, okay. Like I, what else can happen? You know, it's honestly, just a lot. There are so many of these stories that get buried in the news. It has oh, to yeah. get blown up to get, to get talked about. I'm right. sure there are many situations with police that we don't know about. Totally. And I mean, I just couldn't even. So when I heard about it, I was like, oh, man, that's like really, really upsetting. And then there's just like so many people being like, well, he was a child molester. He was this. He was that. And I was like, listen, I I get that maybe he was not like a great human. I don't know if any of this is true. But like, it's also not the police's job to shoot you in the back eight times. Yeah, I guess I just don't. I don't follow the kind of belief of like, because some like an eye for an eye kind of thing. I've never felt like that. Like, I, I always feel like if we want to model treating people decently, then that's what we have to do. We can't, it sure. doesn't really matter what, and, what and, they did. Yeah. Right. And also it's because not really our person place. now is still living. Right. And yeah. now what's going to happen. He's paralyzed. And so like, that's the thing is like, I, what if he was found innocent of all those charges? Like, that's the thing is like, I actually, and then now like he can't live his life. Like he really can't and he has children he was shot in front of his three small children is is that unfortunately let's say he did those things that's not what he's going to be known for he's going to be known for the police shooting him in the fucking back yes and I just think it's like what we should all focus on is that it it is not their job to do you are supposed to protect and serve if you needed to arrest him what that is about is power it's about somebody making a choice to walk away and the police feeling like you shouldn't have the power to do that exactly and so I'm gonna shoot you but that's exactly what happened and so I'm just like and everyone regardless of the color of your skin or your race or origin you should be nervous about that because the fact that you need that someone can come up to you and demand that you do something and if you don't they can kill you that's very not okay no one should be okay with that they can go into your home when you're not threatening while you're sleeping and kill you yeah Again, like, these are all things that, like, every person should be upset about. Like, regardless, like, of your color, you should be like, this is scary. Especially, like, the people, the main people who are upset about it who are these, like, you know, America, freedom. And I'm like, yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yes, guy. Yes, you there with the fucking Confederate flag. Yeah, let's not do freedom for just some people. Let's do (laughs) it for all people. How about that? Yes, freedom. Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. No one should be able to take your liberties away. Right. Okay. Look at us all agreeing. So let's be on the same page that that was fucked up. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like what you're saying is you think that this is also a fucked up situation, right? Oh, no, because he's black. Okay, cool. I know. So anyway. So crazy. Well, that turned. Yeah, but that was okay. That's okay. This is life right now. So this is a good, 
just a good and representation. It also just goes back to her not being okay with like him pushing forth some of his cultural things, which, right? According yes, to because him, this is might yes. be some of those things, and that's not okay. And you know what? That's such a good point because there's a continuum, and just like with the treatment of women, it ends with domestic abuse. It ends exactly. with women and that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I was like, he could get so mad that like she's not following his rules that like. His ego is so bruised, it could escalate. So I don't think you're the asshole. I really think that you need to talk to someone, but also, like, make sure that you're safe. Because, like, I mean, not to exaggerate, I just don't really know, like, how far he's going to take it. Because if he's saying it's, like, building up, I don't know. There's just a lot You're, there you're right. Can... There is potential. I think there's not enough yet to be that concerned. But uh, this is this is how it could start. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we don't know uh, nearly enough to know that. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I also think the unfortunate thing for women right now is that like a little bit of you always has to be concerned that it could go that way. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it always has to be in your mind. So really quickly before we go, I heard this really sad story that kind of relates to this, but I'm not hoping that this is the outcome. But it's about this woman who went to college and she was dating this man. She was like, she was a gymnast. I got to remember her name. And if I do, I'll put it in the notes of this. And I'll also link it to where I heard about it on Generation Y, which is another podcast. And she was a college athlete, like amazing. And she started dating this guy that she met. And he said he went to school with her. Turns out he was lying. He was like 40 something years old. And he was also like just gotten out of prison for sexually assaulting someone. She didn't know this two year until two years into the relationship. She tried to break up with him. He faked his own death. He stole her car. She reported mm. it to the police several times. And they kept saying, well, like, this isn't our problem because you're upset with your boyfriend. Long story short, he broke into her dorm, he kidnapped her, and he shot her eight times in the back of her car. I feel like I heard about this story. It's a recent thing, and it's, like, very upsetting. No, I didn't. It's just a very common common story that could happen. Not very common, but unfortunately, there shouldn't even be two fucking stories like this. No. Well, and the thing is, honestly, like, I don't want to say that it's... I, I do want to say that it is very common. Like there's yeah. another well, story if, that I read. I'm thinking about OJ Simpson and that was the situation. Yeah. Nicole it, tried to say many times that she was mm-hmm. in danger. Totally. And there's the woman who was married to that pastor who was really abusive. There's been went there's fucking Scott Peterson right here in our beautiful home state of Illinois. I mean, there it's just countless. Like we could make a whole podcast just about that. And like the fact that it's just like you know, still happening. Chris Watts that happened earlier. This, I mean, come on, like this is just nonsense. It never stops. It's always happening. So not to be like dark about this person's stuff, but I feel like you're totally right to be concerned about his swift switch in personality mm-hmm. and the fact that he's trying to force something on you. And I think you should be like willing to go to therapy, willing to talk it out, but also just keeping in mind to be safe. Because I do think when people, not just men, when you hurt their ego and when you embarrass them, because I think that's what's happening here is he feels embarrassed. That is something that I think is a trigger for a lot of people. And I just feel like at this juncture, he's been holding all of this in. What else is he holding in? So maybe just take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Very okay, true. bye. That was so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just, like, feel like that was, like, I don't like it when people do shit like that. Like, his whole behavior, like, as soon as I read this, I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, nope. Yeah, and it's just hard because you are so intertwined with someone like this. And honestly, like, when someone does stuff like this, you just want to get away from them immediately. (laughs) 
Yeah. And also, like, every time you hear one of those domestic abuse stories, I'm not being exaggerate. This is literally always the first thing that happens. It's always something like this. Like, it's usually something, like, that you're just totally unaware of that maybe you don't take super seriously. And then, then it just escalates. It could just be nothing. Like, he could just be being a douchebag. But, you know, also, like, I don't like it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, it was fun talking to you. Yes, you as well, Iris. <laughs> okay, talk to everyone later. Bye. Bye. There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together, tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Dutch's shops and share it today.